Just as it happens, we bring it to your ears. The Federal Executive Council FEC on Wednesday approved 13 memoranda from seven ministries. The President has yeah. said the National Assembly will work with the Independent National the Electoral Commission. President Jossa and other parts of Plato State have urged the state... Current political news around you, critically analyzed and brutally discussed to keep you informed. Politics and how leaders have no, been... No, I said they should show I'm coming. You. I say I didn't They don't that. have. They don't have. Okay, which I know they will not show you okay. because they don't have. There is anthropological incline that is conjured with a lot of religion and social classes that is causing all of this. But I will say this clearly. Politics or politicians in code takes advantage of the situation. But it is... Join Ponsak Fanap and Gilbert Joseph on Nigeria at Sunset weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. on J11.9 FM as we discuss political issues that affect that our affect daily lives. lives. Hello there, very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. My name is Ponsak Fanab. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh, Monday evening. Today, 12th of December 2022. Gilbert Joseph is here. Good evening. How's it going? To a large extent, so great. Ponsak, good evening. Yeah, well, how was your weekend, Gilbert? I had a friendly weekend. I, I think I, um, I'm free to say this and yeah. Absolutely right to also say it. I had a friendly weekend. Just met friends and had a good time. Had a really good time, especially yesterday. Christmas season is around the corner, and I think um, it's the time to to really enjoy, just enjoy all of the music it presents through carols. So that's it. Well, uh, on Saturday, uh, I was at a place, you know, it is a cultural event. Uh, you know, I'm Tarok. I'm not going to hide any, you know, about that. You know, it's, it's, it's my culture, and I'm very proud of, you know, my culture. Uh, there was this event called Rangyango Tarok, you know. It's, um, I hope you got the word correctly. Rangyango, yeah, I did, I did. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was at Favoy Junction, and something despicable happened, you know, then um, with my mother, not my biological mother, but she knows me, you know, since when I was a baby. Uh, Professor Patricia Lara. I just left there, you know, because I was together with a friend and he told me that uh, he needed to meet with some people somewhere and, and then he said, I should come along with him. I said, fine, you know. So we went there and just when we sat down, not more than 20 minutes, we had friends who were at the event and they started coming to meet us uh, to discuss, have, you know, our own conversation. And then I heard that uh, the chairman of Langtang North, you know, uh, Zulfa Rimvan, you know, insulted, you know, my mother, Professor Mrs. Patricia La. At the event, that is. At the event, publicly, publicly, bringing what shouldn't be said publicly, publicly. And I think that that is a very, it shows you the level of maturity, number one, Hmm. the level of civilization, number two uh and the level of um culture you know because in africa you dare not insult elders uh we have the bible even if you want to do it the bible will tell you to do it in a very in such a manner that is not you know in public 
but he insulted her in public and he brought the whole event you know chaotic uh i i i i think that i think that for one to aspire to become a political leader that person supposed to introspect because what are you what are you telling the world i mean by all standards of human life professor patricia lar is more than you know the chairman of langtang not so far by all she has been to school she has a masters degree she has a phd she's a prof she's older than him you know safe just for his political office that uh okay we all know that it wasn't even you know something that people freely voted for him you know we know what happened you know in that election uh we know all of the court cases that obandoma instituted you know as against his stolen mandate out of 10 he got 9 but for honorable zulfa to do that i think that is people deserve a public apology zulfa is the kind of honorable zulfa is a kind of people that will make tarok people because we have this bad any time anybody sees me they say am i sure that i'm tarok i'm like give me a break you know have you ever seen tarok people with any sign on their foreheads or any uh, tattoo on their bodies to show that ah there goes the they said that no you are not aggressive i say that is an insult as a local ch- government chairman is supposed to be the brand ambassador bastion of uh, tarok culture because my culture is not is not aggression it's not aggression it's about human dignity these are the values that you know i grew up reading you know i always tell people that in my second year in school i wrote an essay i think it was a 15 page essay and i had to interview professor lamley you know he was at the university of jos at the time i think he just came back from his phd or forgotten he wrote a book you know tarok norms and cultures i had to research you know go to the library to seek you know things that will make me understand my culture better but public display of disrespect to elders forget the is 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 insultive and i think the honorable zulfa deserved to make a public apology to professor mrs patricia lal if truly he wants to bear that mark as a honorable man uh because uh that was too much that was you know that was too much a thing to say you shouldn't go what has she done to you and if you claim to be a leader is it how you're going to chastise even if she has done anything wrong to you is that how you're going to you know treat her so for me and uh, people should well it's when i heard that i'm still in pains you know i'm still pain that uh someone that professor mrs pratisha that has i mean she's the elite she's at the top echelon of society but just because someone has political power and that is why i always believe what plato said that philosophers should be leaders in, in society you know not any uh, tom dick and harry you know it is really painful it is it's really is painful and to think that he did that yet again but traces um, was that charles louis montesquieu with the saying that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely yeah uh, it once again brings that to the front burner and little wonder why you know people at the top hierarchy of government do the things they do and then get away with them right 
And for him to have done this means he, he, has, got, he has gotten drunk by power. And I think that's a clear evidence to it. And perhaps he acted on emotions. And I think that's the first thing to be studied for whoever wants to get to politics, that you've got to detach your emotions from whatever it is, no matter how temperamental you are. There's some level of decency you must be able to exercise, no matter how you know, issues attempt to get at you. And failure to do that means that you're exposing your background, and it tells a lot about how cultured or not you are as an individual, first of all, and then before your qualities as a leader come to the front burner. And that exactly exerts the situation. I wasn't there, but for you to say this means there is a level of credibility um, I've got to take with that. And it's too bad, it's too sad. Obviously, he can't sit side by side the prof, right, um, and discuss intellectual issues. He can't, he can't come close to that. Regardless of what we think, um, naturalness comes with knowledge and stuff. For him to have done that, it's a betrayal to every sense of discipline he has ever received in his lifetime. And to say he's a lawyer, yeah, he's a barrister, he's a lawyer. All right, he's, so he's the the, the, the State chapter of the MBA probably need to, you know... No, for me, because it's a cultural event, so... I'm humbly appealing to our leaders, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm from a culture, and every culture has their own uh, elders. But he belongs to a professional body. Yeah, he yeah. Does. He does. So, yeah. yeah. so as but a professional, that's, that, that, that abuses, you know, whatever the, the values and the norms they stand for. So it's something they really need to yeah, act upon. I'm humbly appealing to Tarog elders and leaders to rise up and call to, to caution, to chastise, to discipline. Because if you don't do that today... Tomorrow you may just be the same person, and then we'll lose, you know, that value of respect for elders uh, that we've always known, you know, in our, in my beautiful culture. And for his own good and for the betterment of his political career, he has got to tender an unreserved apology because that will really dent his image, his public image, and it's something he just has no option than to do. Yeah. On whatever, guys, I think he needs to retrace all of the statements and retract them, as he said. And beg publicly. Well, uh, um, the judgment has been served in favor of uh, Dr. Patrick Dakum. Today we're going to have a conversation with the uh, spokesman of Joanna Margif campaign and Prince Valentine. But let's play this insert. Uh, the Reverend Father Matthew Hassan Kuka saying that, you know, diversity is a blessing that we, we should be able to celebrate our diversity instead of, you know, always, you know, tear each other apart with our differences. Stay here. Diversity is a gift of God. And like other countries have demonstrated, properly managed, its management is fundamental to how countries grow and how resilient and rigid a country becomes. And Nigeria is suffocating so badly because it has been unable, unwilling to manage diversity. Thus, diversity has become an instrument of war. Then the second thing is the courage and the character of those who govern. This is the only country where you find that governors are prepared to pander to. Presidential candidates, gubernatorial candidates are prepared to pander to the wishes of their people, not presenting a vision. We must come to a point in which a leader will decide to take a decision 
that if you like, it's almost like suicide, but you have to be sufficiently convinced. It is a pity that we are still debating among ourselves. So what is it that will guarantee us a peaceful and a prosperous Nigeria? We're not looking at those issues. Unfortunately, you know, they say, if you have been burned by fire, if you see ashes, you will run. Now, the way that diversity has been managed in the last seven or eight years has left a sour taste in our mouth. Well, glad you're still here. The program is Nigeria at Sunset. My name is Ponsak Banab. And my name is Gilbert Joseph. Well, uh, good to have uh, you listening. We have Prince Valentine Adesse, publisher of Reality Newspapers. Good evening and thank you very much for coming, sir. Thank you for having me, Ponsak. We have Mr. Solomon and Dam, the mouthpiece of Johanna Margiv, Chief Ambassador Johanna Margiv Campaign Organization. Good evening and thank you very much for coming. Good evening, Ponsak. Thank you, listeners. Well, I'll start with you, Mr. Solomon. I mean, talk to us. Mm. Uh, we saw a statement uh, signed by you over the weekend that uh, your principal is going to appeal the judgment. Uh, talk to us first how you felt, you know, about the judgment delivered at the Federal High Court. Well, thank you, Posak. Uh, the judgment delivered by Honorable Her Lordship, Honorable Justice Dokas Agishi, came as a surprise to us. To me, it's an ambush on uh, the authenticity of who is the owner of the gubernatorial ticket of Labour Party in Plato State. Uh, that judgment was completely out of point she did not only ignore the issues based on the file suit, she deliberated on issues that are unrelated to the main suit. And Ponsak, what are those issues? She was talking about Margiv being exposed from party. Expulsion. Expulsion from uh, party. Okay. Talking about uh, Margiv not challenging the outcome of Dr. Patrick Dakum primaries that were held on the 5th of August, also relying on a, 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 a purported letter circulated in the social media by the national leadership of Labour Party, uh, claiming that uh, Margiv had withdrawn from the race. And even the issues that has to do with the letter of withdrawal. In that letter of withdrawal, uh, written on behalf of Margiv, by whosoever that by did who, that. By who wrote the letter, but... Uh, by whosoever that did that. What's the signature, uh, you know, attached to the letter? Well, I... That letter of withdrawal, I want to tell this house that uh, does not come from Margiv. Whoever that wrote that letter on behalf of Margiv, that content of that letter was not the name of Johanna Yelpuan Margiv. It was the name of, or rather is the name of Johanna Yelwan Margiv. The membership card of Johanna Margiv 
of Labour Party was not even rightly quoted in the letter. And so even the court affidavit by the Electoral Act that when substituting a candidate, there must be a court affidavit sworn from a court of competent jurisdiction. But we got to know that the same letter claiming that Margive had withdrawn was attached with a court affidavit from the FCT High Court, of which the court confirmed to us that this affidavit is not from the court. Now the question is... And you're claiming that the judge made her The decision. judge was relying on the issue of Margive being expelled from the party, not looking at the but was he actually merit of the, the suit. Was he actually expelled from the party? The question is, the provisions to expel a, any member of the party, be you a candidate, is very clear in Article 20 of the Labour Party Constitution that before a member is expelled from party, there must be through a national convention. And even before the national convention, some necessary disciplinary committees or actions must have been taken before arriving at that convention. And INEC would have to be communicated before such given reasons before such conventions are conveyed. But we understand that even the purported letter that her lordship, Honorable Justice Dokas Agishi, relied on was not even signed by the national leadership of the Labour Party. So we wonder why she could ignore the issues in the main suit that has to do with illegal substitution of Ambassador Johanna Yilpuan Margiv. Now dwelling on issues that are exclusively party affairs. So she decided on her own, we respect her verdict. We appreciate her for the verdict, even though Ponsak. You're saying you're going uh, you, on appeal? Of course, we are going, we are heading to appeal. Probably her eyes could not see those things we, we relied on in the main suit. When we get to the appeal court, because the appeal court is made up of three judges who will together look at the main suit that has to do with the illegal substitution of Johanna Yilpuan Margiv. All right. Well, uh, Prince Valentine, let's come to you. I mean, what do you think? Over the weekend, the court has given its own verdict, but uh, Chief Ambassador Johanna Margiv is saying, look, the mandate is my own, and I'm going on appeal. What do you think? Well, thank you for allowing me to speak now, because uh, I was even dozing up. Give <laughs> 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 You see, like I said in the sister station last week, our problem is deepening, probably because the NBA <clears throat> and its members uh, tend not to correct certain issues. So, no matter what we report as journalists, 
since there is no sanction for trying to prevent or deter their members from re-executing the, the, the problems that are deepening Nigerian problem, you know, we get more, more and more of this kind of judgments. Take example, the last, um, the last judgment which was delivered on a Saturday, I think two weeks ago. The APC judgment. Yes. That one had a lot of questioning. The first one was that um, she said the person was not a candidate in the judgment, but yet the person who wasn't a candidate scored zero. And you know, there's a court of appeal judgment consigning um, Akuja and uh, uh, Suleiman Kwande, yeah. where they argued that same thing. And yeah. the judges there said, hey, why would you give the man zero? Zero is a figure. So it shows that he was a candidate. And uh, I think uh, the Court of Appeal judgment supersedes whatever the Federal High Court or the State High Court would want to uh, take a decision on. That was not also taken into. But the one thing I know is that the issues before the courts are not criminal in nature. They didn't follow criminal aspects. I think that's why the opinion of the court is coming out the way a large, lot of them are doing. Uh, let's come back to this very one. I think uh, uh, reality as a, as a, as a, as a uh, media house, we were following these, uh, these very suits for a very long time. And uh, the basic thing, like uh, Solomon said, is that this suit is consigning withdrawal. This suit is a consigning illegal substitution. The suit is centered on identification of membership. First, the membership number which they quoted concerning McGiff was not correct. From his documents and the document they tendered, the one McGiff tendered to, should be the authentic one because he is having his membership. Secondly, the dates of these processes were also in question. Maggie and his lawyer, Barista Munir, are hanging on the fact that it is all the process were dated second, whereas the outcome of the further processes were dated fifth. Now, Maggie from the suit is actually, like Solomon said, not challenging the outcome of the primaries which uh, Dakum contested. He never stated it in the processes. Because number one, you cannot challenge, you know, a primary which you are not part of. But he is challenging the fact that why would there be a primary when he has not even withdrawn? That is the center of the case. So when I had the verdict, like I always say, everybody politicians are my friends. When I had the verdict, well, since they make a decision to move to a higher class to challenge the opinion, fine. Don't forget. That truth is an opinion, and our Facts. opinion is judgment. So it can be tested of course, to yeah. know exactly where it is going. But uh, we must warn here that the MBA must come out in, in, in this kind of issues. In Plato State chapter? It's not only, it, Plato starts, had to start from somewhere. Yeah. We do it in our profession as journalists until we get to the national level. Tell me where a local government... Chairman can expel a member. 
Eda in the NUJ, Eda in the NBA, Eda, name the profession. We have which constitution? That a local government chairman, whether secretary, will expel a member. Like Solomon rightly said, this expulsion thing is at, at least, at most, it's at neck level. I, I passed through that, so I know what I'm saying. But Prince Valentine, don't yes. you think that, I'm um, looking at the prominence of Margif, as at the time he was expelled, and you know how tight the schedule of the party was, they thought it was necessary to do that at that point in time. Necessary to do to do illegality? I don't know if you ask me that. No, <laughs> that's why I'm saying, considering yes. that the time Margie was too won. short. Yeah. Margie was there. All the issues about his case in police has nothing to do with the primaries. And the expulsion came while he was arrested. So that's why I'm surprised that all those things became part of uh, the processes. But like we said, Plateau State needs good governance. Plateau State wants a situation where those who are in power will have the conscience of bringing in justice. We are talking about lands that are already being held and taken away from the people of Plateau. If you come in through Wuruwuru, like they always say, would you also be ready to remove a Wuruwuru person? We must go, be, we must live beyond, uh, above board when we want to manage, we want to be leaders. So this judgment, it is interesting that uh, the Malgiv and his group have woken up that they want to go and contest it. They want to test it. And you know, 80% of the persons in this whole process are lawyers. So I enjoy, I will enjoy it. I will sit down <laughs> and happily report what uh, the Court of Appeal says about it. Come but don't Solomon. forget that <laughs> yes. this is a pre-election matter. It mm. can get to the Supreme Court. True, true. We give an example of River State. I'll give you another example in Imo State. I'll give you another, I'll continue giving examples. You, you, you understand me? You recall already with this uh, senatorial ticket, uh, you sponsored. Is it in um, Yobe? Is it in Yobe or something? Okay, like Machina. Machina. Yeah, Machina. You can see how it went. So at the end of the day, nobody is clapping for anybody. But Plato must move on. Democracy must hold, and then we go on with the elections. Comrade Solomon, yeah. is this going to be too much, really, for your candidate to deal with? Because he has fallen apart with the party at all of its hierarchy. Is, is this going to be too much for you, um, your camp to deal with? And how much of a challenge do you have? Well, Gilbert, uh, from where uh, Mr. Valentine, I want to take it up from there. Issue of uh, the illegal substitution. You know, we are aware. I was in this house before now, uh, and I told this house how Margif was illegally substituted because the primaries conducted for Dr. Patrick Dakum was on the 5th of August, 2022. Margiv got arrested on the 4th of August, 2022, and released on the 6th of August, which was a Sunday. Then on Monday, which was 7, the police command, Plateau State, made a press statement stating reasons why Margiv was arrested. 
and therefore release on the 6th. But in a letter submitted, among documents submitted before Honorable Justice uh, Doka Sagishi, was that Margiv withdrew on the 5th of August 2022. The question now is, did Margiv withdraw while in police custody? Will Margiv be in just at the same time be in Abuja? On the same 5th of August, the claim that Margiv was on detention in the state CID of Plateau State Command. So this goes to tell you uh, an affirmation of what the National Publicity Secretary of Labor Party, Dr. Abayomi, met some weeks ago, claiming that his party has That's been the Ogun State. Uh, Ogun State, not Dr. Abayomi is of the Ogun State origin, mm -hmm. but he is the National Publicity Secretary of Labor Party. He made a statement in one of the TV stations two weeks ago, claiming that his party has been involved in a lot of forgeries. And he has been expelled as well. Of course. What do you expect him to get from saying the truth? Is it not the same thing Margiv is getting from the party? For standing by the truth? Coming after he has become a candidate of a party, saying he has been expelled. Now the question even goes to Einek. Why did INEC remove Margif names on its portal while the case was ongoing? That INEC supposed to have maintained status quo. Margif was substituted along with his running mate. And Gilbert and Ponsac, let me even tell you in this house, are you aware that the so-called acclaimed running mate to Dr. Patrick Dakum registered or announced his membership in the Labour Party two weeks before INEC publication. How did he manage that his name was substituted with Ambassador Margiv, running mate in INEC from the INEC portal? This is to tell you the conspiracy, the level of conspiracy. To me, I call it in this studio sometimes ago as political banditry. Sometimes we, we blame uh, 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 our people with the way they behave. But we that have found ourselves in leadership position, what are we doing? Using the positions God has given us. Knowing fully that we are responsible to account not only to the people of Plateau State and Nigeria, Comrade. but account to God. Comrade, um, you have attempted to obviously you know, mix the issues with um, Ogun and Plateau State, although they are two different issues. And I think um, we need to put that into perspective. But Assuming you go on appeal and eventually win this, you would expect for your political party to stand by the candidate up until the run-up to the general elections. Well, How uh, do you intend to resolve all of these gamut Gilbert, of issues? As far as we are concerned on this matter, whether the party has taken sight on this or not, 
we are still members of Labour Party. We all know, even the Dakum himself, the Margiv himself, the Peter Obi himself, knows that party is supreme on this. Whatever that will be the outcome of the uh, appeal, appeal judgment, the party will have no option than to obey. You know, I recall one doc Daniel Asama was in this studio when a question was put across to him whether if the court decide otherwise. He said the court cannot decide for the party. This is a confirmation to you, Gilbert and Ponsak, that most of those who claim to be leaders of this party don't seem to understand what Labour Party stands for. Don't seem to understand the rule of law. Don't even seem to know that the court is the voice of the voiceless. You know, on the plateau in the past years, issue of Godfatherism is what has been eating us so deep on the plateau. But you see, today, Margiv has no Godfather. Plateau people and plateau citizens are Margiv Godfathers. But someone could be there, is there standing, claiming, as far as I'm concerned. Gilbert, they call someone a head boy who, who seemed to be behind uh, Dr. Bat uh, Patrick Dacum's uh, uh, you know, emergence. You're Today, a legend now. You're a legend. I, I may allege, but it could be true from what I have gathered within my reach, uh, Gilbert and Ponsak. But you see, in a school, you have a head boy, yes? But who appoints the head boy? Is a headmaster. Today, we want to do away with issue of Godfatherism in Plato State, and that is what Margiv stands for. We reject whatsoever decision that was made based on the outcome of the justice delivered by her lordship, Justice Dokas Agishi, because she did not dwell on the merit demands to the originating someone of the suit filed by Ambassador Johanna Margiv, challenging his ticket of Labour Party for the governorship of Plateau State. Right. Well, I think yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, have to, I have to put in here. Yeah, then let we, us uh, correct uh, an impression here. That um, the, the deputy, you know, candidate of uh, the Labour Party, uh, talking about uh, uh, Pajok SAM, Style. Yes, it does not matter how it emerges. The fact is that somebody won a primary and it is the right of that person exclusively to appoint or choose whoever is going to be his running mate. Right. Uh, we saw a case already challenging that, but I think um, the end product is that once we see somebody who emerge in a, you know, for governorship, he can choose another. It's a prerogative. Right. So also, Magriv, when he came up, nobody challenged why he also sought for, to take uh, uh, somebody as his running mate. Well, what, what we are saying here is that justice must be served. You understand? It doesn't matter whose was his gods. But the fact here is that we must move beyond this idea of not serving justice. All right. 
Well, let's open the phone lines. In case you're just tuning in, we've been having a chat with Prince Valentine Adase and uh, the spokesman of uh, Chief Ambassador Johanna Margif uh, campaign organization. You can join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. 090-556-6699 or you call 081-2187777. Gilbert. And on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Live. And on Twitter, we are JFM Joss. That is our uh, addresses on social media. Hello and good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening, Mr. Ponsack. Thank you for calling. We're listening to you, sir. Good evening, and everybody. Val and uh, Solomon, you're welcome. Thank you. Well, sir, let me not digress about Professor Patricia. Last. Please, please, politics is not about madness. This woman has never been in a campus, in a university, teaching, passing knowledge to people from HUD to one thing to this, even this. You know about this. So people should not be, because of what they have accumulated illegally, and how you need to lump on credible people. Vicious women, you are talking to the, the woman anyhow. She ought to be the professor, president of the university, because it's a woman and the, where the, the present VC is okay, okay. But I want to tell about her status. Very responsible, very responsible, very quiet, very intelligent. Why are we abusing people's naturalism? But however, the issue of this uh, labor plateau state, I'm getting sick and tired of it, Mr. Ponsack. Well, he yeah, decided to go to a court. So be it. But the, you know, some, one of the best judges in the, in the judiciary is women. I don't think she can hear, you know, in accusing her of being a ear to her parents. But she corroborates a lot of things before passing the judgment. This is law for you, Mr. Postak. But anyway, can we tell? But it would have a nice day, man. But it's a pity. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, calling. Hello and good evening. Thank you for calling. Uh, good evening, Postak. Uh, thank you. Turn down the volume of your Yes, uh, this is uh, Comrade Miri Kamde Jacob calling from Joss. You need to turn down the volume of your radio, sir. Okay, you, sir. You are bouncing out. Well, listen, go ahead. Th thank you. Uh, first and foremost, I called this evening to comment about the issue of Professor Patricia Laran, uh, uh, Honorable Zofa Rinwen. The... I don't need to even call him honorable because he doesn't deserve it, truly. How will you, because of just an opportunity for you to be in the local government as a chairman, insult a professor, if not because of our system in Nigeria, then I don't think um, a, a professor should have anything in common with a uh, a common local government chairman. You, 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 so this is barbaric, very uncultured. So I want you to learn, please. People should learn from something like this. Thank you. The, the level of our disrespect has even gotten to this extent. So... I think I don't have a, I'm, I'm pen. Seriously, I'm pen. I, can, I understand that. Thank it's you. It's very unfortunate. It is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. More phone calls on the show. Hello. Hello. Very good evening. Thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Tell us your name, please. 
Thank you very much. My name is uh, Comrade Dadon Tiba Solomon. I'm calling from Anguad Gubam, Musa Ponsak. We're listening. Thanks for calling. Uh, thank you, Ponsak. Uh, I called to please to report to you that uh, my community, we've ha- we have serious problem of water. Yeah. Well, my community. I was, yeah, I was about to say that. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Go yes, sir. Okay, okay. So, so please, I want to coach the government with the, urgent, with the matter of urgent help this community. we almost more than a year now. We've not seen water. Then please, can the government join their pipes and give people's water? Meanwhile, the road construction is ongoing. I don't have anything to say about the issue of Margif and Patrick Daku and the verdict of the court. I, I believe I have said this long ago that the Labour Party on the plateau have controversial issues. So, no matter how they will finish it, all what we know is that uh, already Labour on the plateau has an issue. That is all about it. They go help us. We have our direction, and we know our direction. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Hello. 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 Good evening, Ponsa. Thank you for calling. Valentine. Yeah. Joseph. Go ahead. Join the conversation. Tell us your name, please. Thank you so very much for having me. This is Comrade Parambulus Mandiu calling you from Defo in Bokos. We're listening, sir. Here we are, you know, in Nigeria. This is Nigeria for you, Ponsa, if you ask me. There's somebody... I, I, I don't know. It's like you people, you are giving what, some people what title that, you know, they don't deserve it. If you ask me, that issue of the Lantern North, I think that the, the court has already stacked that, that man. Do you know the meaning of honorable? Please check your dictionary. Somebody should check you know, his dictionary very well and explain the meaning of what honorable. That man don't deserve no, to be called a honorable, if you ask me. From the first place, the court has, the court has already stuck him. He is not the, 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 the chairman of Lantang North. So you are addressing him as if, no, no, you know, legally he is the chairman. So for me, if you ask me, you know, this is alone for you on the plateau. No, I always tell people that, no, if you are choosing a party, no, a party is not a human being. It's just like, it's just a, 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 some letters, you know, grouping, you know, coming together. You know, to be called what uh, to form uh, what is, is being called a party. So who are those people operating under uh, no, uh, uh, that party? If you look at all those people that are operating under APC, they are the ones that destroyed Nigeria. They destroyed completely. I'm telling you, just take the, the history of Lalong when he was a speaker of Abner, part of the House of Assembly. So what I know, we for, we tend to forget no history. You know, but if you ask me. So also, no, that that guy. In fact, for him to insult the prof, uh, the professor, in fact, to some extent, if you ask me, now that Nigeria is a lawless country, that we don't uh, we don't have regard, you know, to the rule of law. So and you know, it has manifested, you know, under this regime, every regime, they don't respect anybody because they know that these are the kind of people that they destroy PDP. You no, know, Nigeria under PDP, and they run away to form another party, which is, you know, their character is still there. Thank Lalong you. is still remain Lalong that we know. Thank you. Since 1999. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So have a nice time. Thank you. Please. Uh, yeah. After this call, Gilbert will te- uh, able to take some comment on social media. Hello and good evening. Thank you for calling. You need to be audible. You need to speak up so that we can hear you. Okay. I'm Daniel from here. Daniel from where? Yeah. We're listening. Yeah, and you know, the company is there already, so we know what we're doing on this, especially like in the Southern Social Media and the Chairman, so we know what we're doing on this. So, 
Well, we have to let you go because we can't really make out your word. Please call back when you get a chance. Thank you for understanding. Go ahead, Gilbert. On Facebook, Izanga says, saying, good evening, Sunset. Absolutely. To be frank, those two LP governorship candidates have clearly shown us that uh, the two of them are too desperate to become governors of Plante State. Albert Akaya Dagza is saying, good evening, Ponsak, Gilbert, and the guests. All these agitations as to who flies the party's flag is further demarketing the candidature of whoever will fly the party's um, flag. All right. That looks is saying, P&G, good evening. The court has decided and it's left for my gift to take his necessary action. Good luck to him. I can only read and comment on this issue. Dawus Longard, as Dawus says, the court is the last hope of the common man. They should not give up, but let justice be done to both of them because time is running out. Giang Bako is saying, good evening, PNG. Was the judgment passed without Margiv's knowledge? If he was aware, then why the intention of appeal again? These people are jokers indeed, and they are really confusing us. Yakubu Adamu Othman is saying, the evil hands are on it again. Dakum is God ordained. Moses Daniel says, was Margiv not aware of the judgment? For how long will this continue? Samson Otto Obong is saying, I miss all your lovely program. Dr. Patrick Dakum is a God-designed candidate for Labour Party. Good evening. Um, I'm in Akwaibom State. All right. Amos Malbrank Garma is saying, good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. If we are talking about credibility, Dakum is a better candidate to salvage Plateau State. Nyam David is saying, good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert and the guests in the studio. I want to start by congratulating Honorable Patrick Dakum for his victory um, at the courts. Honorable Margif agreed and signed to step down for Dakum, but some sets of people keep on pumping him with money to cause confusion to Labour Party. We will obediently vote APC out of office. God bless JFM. Ezeleke Henry is saying, good evening, JFM. I salute the prince in the studio. Johanna Margif has to admit that the ticket is won and lost. You can't force your party to accept you. He should stop damaging the image of the Labour Party in Plateau. Beatrice Yusuf Gia is saying, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert and the guests. For the skirmishes rocking the Labour Party, that is their own family affair. Anyway, thank God that they are about to get over the situation soon. Boy Kiss Daniel Nimlang is saying, Anytime politicians win the case, they praise the courts. Whenever they lose, justice hasn't been served. Judiciary is compromised. Stanley S. says we are obediently behind Dakum because we want to change the narrative. Julius Achigak Igama says, Good evening, Ponsak, Gilbert, and the guests in this house. The judgment has shown us the governorship aspirants of Labour Party on the plateau. I urge the plateau people and Nigerians to vote Labour Party come 2023. Peter Agnes is saying, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. If Dr. Patrick Dakum is the legitimate governorship candidate of Labour, then why is Chief Ambassador Johanna Margif still having the intention of appealing the judgment. I don't understand. Godwin Sule says, Good evening, JFM. Ponsak, Gilbert, and the guests. Either the judgment passes through any... All right, all right. Ephraim Choji is saying, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. I think the Labour Party made a wrong decision and by not settling the issues before time. And it has brought setback to them. Love, JFM. Thank you. Kim Joshua says, Please, I missed the start. What did he say to the mother of the land? Ephraim Choji says, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. I think the Labour Party made a wrong decision. All right, Kim Joshua. 
Alright, I took this earlier. Sunday Moses AV says, Good evening, JFM. The judgment of the Federal High Court declaring Dr. Patrick Dakum as the authentic candidate of the Labour Party to me is a welcome development. Howard Ibrahim is saying, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert and the guests in the studio. I am really enjoying this program. May Allah bless you abundantly, Mr. P and G. And what you whatever you're preparing. Okay, what are you preparing for us for Christmas? All right, you'll get to know in due time. Ambassador Joachim Joseph Dung is saying, Congratulations to Dr. Dakum, but may Dr. Nenta will you word that gosh will happen to us in 2023. Good evening to you all in the studio. All right. Well, maybe yeah. squeezing one more phone call and then we go to the guests in the studio. Yeah, good evening, Paul, sir. Thank you for calling. Yeah, this is Absalom. Please, you know. Well, thanks for calling. Uh, okay, um, on the issue of the Labour Party, <laughs> it's actually a very funny issue. And um, it's so sad that um, this issue has gotten to this point where I don't see the, see the light. Hello? Hello? Okay, we lost connection. Don't know what happened there. But, uh, well, Prince Valentine, uh, I mean... Give your responses. Well, I, I think um, if you look if you look deep into the political parties that are operating on the plateau, it seems more like uh, the Labour Party seems to be fingering so many other infiltrators. If you look deep into the interview which uh, Pajo granted in the court premises after the judgment was delivered, he also made a hint on it that uh, people who don't want a uh, Labour Party to settle are more external than people who are inside as members. I think that's what uh, journalists we should be checking out for. And that is the essence of what we call investigative journalism. It is better for us to also look towards that direction and see perfectly whether other people are trying to pinch <laughs> the party so that it will, not, it will become unstable. Uh, you recall also that uh, the, the PDP initially, when they were unsettled, they, they also put... Uh, you know, a uh, suspicion on external uh, persons. And that was why, you see, at the end of the day, they couldn't uh, play a role, you know, they couldn't participate in the local government elections. So a lot of things are also involved. Now that we're going for a general election, come 2023, I behold that, uh, and I also call on journalists to wake up so that we'll get, you know, a credible election. Thank come you. 2023. Thank you. Well, uh, Mr. Solomon, Adam. yes, Ponsak, uh, from one of the callers who said uh, both Margif and Dakum are desperate on the ticket. The issue is, I want to put it to on, on, on record that uh, Margif ha, uh, has never been desperate on this ticket. Rather, he was in the APC and left the P APC to to Labour Party. But Dr. Patrick Dakum participated in the Labour Party primaries, of which after he lost from the governor uh, uh, primaries of uh, APC, before coming to the Labour Party. Now, coming to that, Section 115 of the Electoral Act has already disqualified Dr. Patrick Dakum from participating in uh, uh, an, an, an election of this nature, having participated or having consented himself to two constituencies, sign a nomination form for governorship in the APC and also signing another nomination form for governorship in the Labour Party. Now, looking at the judgment, if you look at it, if you recall, the judgment was initially slated for 15 December and then it was reversed back to 9 December. 
on that same fateful day, judgment was fixed for 12, for, for 12 noon. Later on, shifted to 2 p.m. After 2 p.m., the judgment was shifted to 5 p.m. Now, that tells you uh, that uh, there, are, there are fishes under the sea that has been swimming that uh, some of us does not have the eyes to see. Now, the outcome of the judgment is a confirmation to that. Having ignored the major issues on the suit filed by Ambassador Johanna Margiev, challenging his substitution, not challenging how Dakums came in place as a gubernatorial candidate of Labour Party, party on, the, uh, 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 on the 5th of August, as against the primaries conducted for Margiev on the 9th of June 2022 at Redna Suit. Having screened him, a certificate of return issued to him after the primaries on the 9th of June, certificate of return issued to him on the 21st of June, coming back to say Margiev had withdrawn as against Section 31 of the Electoral Act, yeah, well. who says a candidate wishing to withdraw must voluntarily withdraw personally well, thank you. to INEC through the party. And we haven't seen that All right. on Margiv. Thank you, thank you. Well, uh, Gilbert, the NMA has put out a statement signed by chairman and uh, the PRO saying that they are not part of the uh, strike, you know, warning strike. warning strike, because they have declared their own warning strike, I think, one month or so ago. Uh, so, I mean, it's, for me, this is a very good thing to hear because uh, healthcare services will not be will not be uh, Trying interrupted. To interrupted yes. Yeah, the statement by, sorry, was signed by Dr. Estefan who's been Tumbako, the PRO, NMA Plato State. The statement was put out uh, um, this afternoon. But some other sectors of um, the civil service have been paralyzed from what I, I gathered during the day. So it's too bad. It's too bad. Hopefully the government is able to listen, you know, and arrest the situation as quick as it can. Right. Because nobody wishes that. And then the federal government has debunked reports by Reuters that um, forceful abortions were carried out on wives of terrorists. So I, I don't know what to describe them. But it's a bad tact. The government should open an independent investigation on that matter and not necessarily issue a blanket statement. Good evening. This is the much we take on the show. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Solomon Dam. Thank you, uh, Prince Valentine Adesse, for coming. Do Thank have a good evening. Us. The news will come your way top of the hour, six o'clock by now. Mm -hmm.